Today is Thursday, March 11, 2021. On this day in 2019, UFC champion Conor McGregor was arrested in Miami, Florida for strong-arm robbery and criminal mischief. Welcome to Today in True Crime, a Spotify original from Parcast. Today, we're covering the arrest of famed mixed martial arts fighter and former two-division UFC world champion, Conor McGregor. Let's go back to the Fontainebleau Hotel on Miami Beach on March 11, 2019. It was just after 5 a.m. and the Live nightclub was finally closing. 22-year-old Ahmed Abderijak walked out of the dark club and into the glaring lights of the hotel valet, heavy bass still pounded in his ears. Ahmed and his mates had traveled from London to Miami for a week-long vacation. They decided to hit up the well-known nightclub where famed rapper Blueface was performing. It didn't disappoint. In the span of a few hours, they'd spotted multiple celebrities, and the night wasn't over. Shortly after the valet pulled up Ahmed's car, a swarm of people poured out of the club. They were following a muscled, well-dressed white man with red-brown hair and a cropped beard. Ahmed realized it was none other than Irish UFC fighter Conor McGregor. Flanked by an entourage of friends and security, McGregor strode past Ahmed. The vacationing Brit and his pals joined the throng surrounding the UFC legend. Excited, Ahmed's friend yelled out to McGregor that they were from the UK. The boxer saluted him and kept walking. The young men whipped out their phones and continued after him, hoping to grab proof of the sighting. Ahmed pulled up Snapchat to snag a video when his iPhone's flash lit up. In that moment, he got McGregor's attention. The boxer made eye contact with him and approached Ahmed, extending his arm for a handshake. Ahmed was delighted, still recording with one hand, he stepped up to offer the other to McGregor. But as soon as he did, McGregor lunged, slapping the phone out of his hand and onto the ground. Ahmed was scared the boxer might hit him next, but in a flash, a suited security guard pushed him back. Let me get my phone, man, he yelled. Let me get my phone. But McGregor had no intention of returning the device. Instead, he lifted his designer shoes and stomped on it again and again. Security held Ahmed back as he watched McGregor crush the phone against the ground. Then the UFC champ picked it up, put it in his pocket, and walked away. Ahmed followed him, stunned, as a laughing McGregor got into a waiting Escalade with his entourage and drove off. As he watched the car drive away, what upset Ahmed most was the thought of the photos of his young son he might never get back. That morning, Ahmed got into contact with police and relayed the incident. But the officers didn't have to take his word for it. The entire encounter was captured on the hotel's surveillance cameras. Detectives spent the day investigating the matter. A quick look at McGregor's Instagram account revealed he was in town with his family. 
That week, he'd taken his son and fiancé to the local aquarium and also hosted a 60th birthday party for his mother at the Versace mansion. It didn't take long for the police to pinpoint his location. Around 5 p.m., approximately 12 hours after McGregor left the Fontainebleau Hotel, authorities arrived at the large waterfront home he was renting near Miami Beach and put the fighter in handcuffs. He was charged with strong-arm robbery and criminal mischief, a dual felony charge that could have him face up to 15 years in prison, not to mention deportation back to Ireland. That night, McGregor was booked into the Miami-Dade jail on a $12,500 bail. But he didn't stay long. For him, that was chump change. Around 10 p.m., he was released after posting bond. McGregor walked out of jail and into a flock of paparazzi, all clamoring to know what had happened at Live Nightclub that morning. Though McGregor had no words for the press, he strode through the flashing cameras and to a waiting SUV looking rather unbothered. However, reporters took note of the message on his T-shirt. It read, When I say something is going to happen, it's going to happen. And it was true. Conor McGregor had thrown his weight around and managed to slip out of jail a free man. At least for the moment. Coming up, we'll explore the aftermath of Conor McGregor's arrest, as well as his past and future crimes. You discover their practices, seek their advice, and let yourself become more vulnerable than ever before. They have the ability to heal what the doctors can't, or so they say. Hi listeners, it's Vanessa from the podcast series Cults. Be sure to check out our four-part special on Miracle Healers, airing right now. Meet figures from around the world who claimed powers and pushed remedies, but harbored more sinister intentions. You don't want to miss it. And if you're looking for more episodes on the most radical and deadly groups in history, tune in to Cults every Tuesday. From Jim Jones and the People's Temple, to Charles Manson and the Manson family, to Keith Raniere and Nexium, you'll uncover the unscrupulous methods used to turn bright-eyed recruits into die-hard believers. Follow the Spotify original from Parcast, Cults, free on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Now back to the story. On March 11, 2019, 30-year-old UFC world champion Conor McGregor was leaving a Miami nightclub when he destroyed and stole a fan's cell phone. That same day, McGregor was arrested and charged with strong-arm robbery and criminal mischief. And that night, he posted bail and walked out a free man. But it was hardly McGregor's last run-in with the law, nor was it the first. Ever since he made his UFC debut in 2013, McGregor has been known as a controversial figure in and out of the cage. The Irishman's explosive temper, which has been the fire behind his fighting, has also led to more than his fair share of legal trouble, the most notable of which happened almost exactly one year before his Miami arrest, in April 2018. 
At the time, McGregor was in New York City for a UFC event at the Barclays Center when a long-boiling feud with rival MMA fighter Khabib Nurmagomedov ended in violence. After an argument between the two, McGregor and his entourage followed Khabib and a group of other UFC fighters as they boarded a charter bus. As the bus pulled away, McGregor threw a steel equipment dolly through the bus window, injuring two people inside. The violent attack resulted in felony charges, but McGregor was offered a sweetheart deal. He pleaded guilty to a single count of disorderly conduct, allowing him to avoid prison time and deportation. His punishment? Five days of court-ordered community service and three days of anger management. But apparently, it didn't stick. Mere days after he completed his probation, McGregor was back in handcuffs, this time for the March 2019 incident in Miami with Ahmed Abderijak. After his release, McGregor's troubles weren't over, but he sure acted like they were. The day after his release, he published a photo to his Instagram of his triumphant walk out of jail. The caption read, Patience in this world is a virtue I continue to work on. I love my fans dearly. Thank you all. A statement issued by his attorney had a similar casual tone. His lawyer, Sam Rubin, wrote, Last evening, Conor McGregor was involved in a minor altercation involving a cell phone that resulted in a call to law enforcement. Mr. McGregor appreciates the response of law enforcement and pledges his full cooperation. But Ahmed Abderijak wasn't ready to let the issue go. Following McGregor's release, the 22-year-old Londoner sued McGregor for more than $15,000 for assault, battery, and emotional distress. However, it didn't last. After a swift settlement, the lawsuit was dropped and the charges against McGregor were reduced. Then the state of Florida dropped them altogether when Ahmed changed his previously sworn testimony and refused to respond to a subpoena. Much like his violent altercation the year before, McGregor's crimes in Miami were smoothed over, and it wouldn't be the last time. Later in March 2019, it was reported that McGregor was under investigation for rape allegations from the previous December. Authorities declined to raise charges. Then, in April 2019, McGregor assaulted an older man in a Dublin pub unprovoked. He was fined a mere 1,000 euros. In October of that same year, he was accused of a second sexual assault in Dublin, but has yet to be charged. And less than a year after that, McGregor was arrested for an attempted sexual assault, but was once again released without charge. Despite all of this, Conor McGregor's career continues to thrive, and he remains one of the world's highest-paid athletes. If anything, these arrests and allegations weren't a stain on his record, as much as they became more fodder for his bad boy reputation. After all, in the world of mixed martial arts, violence is money, and outside of it, violence simply costs money. But maybe some things are better left inside the cage.
Thanks again for listening to Today in True Crime. I'm Vanessa Richardson. Today in True Crime is a Spotify original from Parcast. You can find more episodes of Today in True Crime and all other Spotify originals from Parcast for free on Spotify. We'll be back with a brand new episode tomorrow in True Crime. Today in True Crime is a Spotify original from Parcast. It is executive produced by Max Cutler, sound designed by Juan Borda, with production assistance by Ron Shapiro, Carly Madden, and Bruce Kitovich. This episode of Today in True Crime was written by Alex Garland, with writing assistance by Alex Benedon, and fact-checking by Haley Milliken. I'm Vanessa Richardson. 